Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. Dear sisters and brothers, I am Deacon David Hockwalt, and this is A Moment with Scripture, reflecting on the letter to Titus, chapter 2, verses 1 through 8 and 11 through 14, and the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verses 7 through 10. When I was growing up, my parents taught my sister and me how to behave, both in general and in specific situations, like at the dinner table. When I became a parent, I passed these behavior lessons on to my children. Today, my children have passed them on to their children. And this is what's going on in St. Paul's letter to Titus. Titus was a Christian Gentile who had accompanied Paul on several of his missionary journeys. Now, Titus is in Crete, charged with forming the Christian community. Paul's letter outlines how Titus is to instruct old men and old women as well as younger men. This fledgling Christian community was immersed in a pagan culture, so it was important to teach them Christian values and behaviors, so that, as St. Paul said, the opponent, the pagans, will be put to shame without anything bad to say about us. The same is true today. We must strive to live according to Christian values and behaviors. And it is vital that we pass these on to succeeding generations so that our community will grow and not be overcome by the secular world. This is a tall order given today's socio-political climate. It was a tall order for Titus way back then, too. That's why St. Paul acknowledged that success comes not through human efforts alone, but through the grace bestowed on us by God, beginning with our baptism. It is the hope we bear for the coming of Jesus, and it is our eagerness to do what is good. The Gospel reading from Luke presents a corollary, namely the expectation of a Christian. Jesus used the example of a slave and his master to illustrate the point. The slave-master relationship was very familiar to the apostles, as it was part of the societal fabric of the time. So, when Jesus posed the question about the master waiting on the slave, we can just imagine every apostolic head shaking, no one would do that. The expectation was that the slave would continue to wait on his master, despite having had a long, hard day's work in the fields or the pastures. Is the master grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded, Jesus asks. Again, a lot of apostolic head shaking. And here Jesus turns the tables. So it should be with you, when you have done all you have been commanded. Suddenly the apostles are not masters, they are slaves. More accurately, they are servants. More accurately, we are servants. And Jesus is saying to us, so it should be with you when you have done all you have been commanded. 
What does he command of us? That we lead a Christian life. That we be an example to the secular world. That we always let our hope shine like a beacon. That we stand humbly before the Lord and acknowledge we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.